What up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the Beneath the Dirt podcast, where I profile and showcase underground music while occasionally making a trip above the surface. Thank you for tuning in. A lot of stuff has gone down in the underground in the last couple weeks. Let's get right into it with new releases. We had Tech 9 release a four-song EP off the Nina collection. It's called Nina Part 1. Um, I listened to the tracks. I think Tech is still just pushing out music too fast. Tech has yet to have that real classic album. Tech does not have that front-to-back classic that you could just play and let it ride all the way through without skipping any songs, which is kind of crazy because this dude pumps out an album and then a collabos album every year but i think if he just took his time gave it like two years because he said he's only got a few more years left in this if he really wants to put out that classic album he's got to take his time do no collabos album he needs to stay home not tour because that dude is constantly on the road i understand that's where you make all your money and shit but you haven't tech hasn't put out that classic album yet And if he wants to do that, he just needs to slow down a little bit, take a little break from touring and put in that work over time and, you know, maybe get that classic album that his discography is missing. Another new release we got, we actually got quite a few from Twisted during the month of October. They released three singles, Here With The Dead, Death Day, and Name Brand Off Brand. And then on October 26th, they released an EP featuring four house of crazy songs three of which are brand new the other songs featured fright fest singles from last year and then a remix to green pumpkins the first single they released was here with the dead the vibe the kind of vibe i got from it was it reminded me of that song that they did with Caskey on new nightmare where it kind of felt like it was like spoken word but to a beat i wasn't really feeling the track felt like it was kind of boring second track they released was death day produced by god synth now that guy is a fucking monster as a producer this dude's been producing a lot of m&e shit he's been producing a lot of m&e stuff and he killed this track twisted killed this track death day is basically a music version of the purge and then they released name brand off brand again i thought the track was boring wasn't really feeling the track so on the singles they went one for three for me i was only really feeling one out one out of the three but the one that i was feeling that death day shit goes fucking hard that shit is dope as fuck and then they released the ep like i said with four hok tracks three of them being brand new the other one death for anyone was the one that they released earlier this year as part of the house of crazies box set that they put out through the m&e store Death For Anyone is my favorite track. That shit really has that old school HOK vibe where Mr. Bones comes in, rapping, has that old school kind of like Mr. Bones flow. And then you got ROC, Monoxide, or Hectic, as he's called in House of Crazies. The other three tracks I thought were mixed like shit. The vocals were way too low on them. You know, a bad mix can ruin a good song. But I'm not even sure that these were even really good songs. The one I was feeling the most out of the three was the one with ROC and Bones. Like I said, the tracks were not mixed that well. So it kind of ruined it for me. You couldn't really hear the vocals. It was kind of drowned out by the music. 
And then you had the Fright Fest singles that were released last year, which is whatever. We've already heard those tracks a bunch of times. They're all right. And then the Green Pumpkins remix. It's really hard to pull off a remix and have it be anywhere near as good as the original. And this one wasn't. Still a great song. Classic song. Green Pumpkins. DP out of five, I'd give it a two. The Dirtball released a new song. Jeepers Creepers, produced by Mike Kumagai, former producer for the Cottonmouth Kings. This track just fucking hits you in the face. This shit goes hard. Dirtball is mad underrated as an MC. Kumagai is a beast as a producer. This shit just hits you in the head. It's like two and a half minutes long. Before you know it, the shit's over, but you're like, God damn, I need to play that shit again because that shit is hard. I'm looking forward to a new release from Dirtball. Especially if he's gonna be working with Kuma Guy. You know, as you know, Cottonmouth Kings have they released an album earlier this year, and none of it was produced by him, who produced all their old stuff except for their debut album. And they need that guy back behind the boards. The beats were pretty dope on their album, but they, you know, I don't know why they're not messing with Kuma Kuma Guy. But I'm glad Dirtball is still doing stuff with them. This track goes hard. I definitely recommend peeping that. Dirtball Jeepers Creepers. Low-key released a cover song, EP. It's called Candy Corn and Love Songs. And on it, it features a cover of ICP's Play With Me off the Amazing Jekyll Brothers album. This dude fucking killed the cover for Play With Me. This dude murdered that shit. It was so dope. Heavy guitars, heavy drums. This dude screaming his ass off at the end of the song. Great cover. The other cover songs on there, a couple of songs, I I don't even know what they are, but it's not bad. But definitely check out the cover for Play With Me. He absolutely killed it. Some might even say it's better than the original. I ain't saying that, but some might say, because this is a good-ass fucking cover. Speaking of cover songs, Crossworm released his cover of ICP's Mental Warp for Halloween. Mental Warp was featured on the Tunnel of Love EP triple x edition as a bonus song where it had the cover with the fucking porn star and you had shaggy's face photoshopped on the dude i'm not a big fan of the original mental warp was never really one of my favorite icp songs but crossworms remake of mental warp is really good i never really liked the original but this dude nails this dude nails the emotion behind the track you can fucking feel it in his voice when he's spinning and then you got that classic spin of the instrumental. He gives it that dirt core, that grimy kind of industrial kind of sound to it. Definitely check that out. Crossworm, he covered Mental Warp. Joel Ortiz. Let's get outside of the Juggalo world real quick. Joel Ortiz and Apollo Brown released an album. Mona Lisa. This shit is hard. You want raw hip hop? Raw Beats, Joel Ortiz, at one time was a part of Slaughterhouse, back doing his solo thing. On this EP, this dude flip wor- flips words not like many other people can do. This album was really good, and I definitely re- recommend checking that shit out. And for new releases, that's about it for new releases, but we got some upcoming releases we could talk about. We got a bunch of shit coming out. We got Record Store Day coming out. And then we just got a bunch of other releases coming out. Gorilla Voltage announced Gods and Claws. 
It'll be their third album, second album on MNE. Looking forward to see what they get to bring to that, see if what kind of evolution we get with Gorilla Voltage. Magic Ninja announced that the House of Crazies will be releasing a limited edition 10-inch vinyl called Post-Apocalyptic Word that's going to feature the songs that were on the Twisted EP, plus a couple other tracks that have already been released, and that's coming out in January. Also, for new vinyl, it was also announced Twisted will be releasing a new Nightmare on vinyl, Blood Red vinyl. I'm looking forward to that. I thought the new Nightmare EP was dope. Is it an EP? Is it an album? Now that I think about it, it's like 12, 11 songs. I think they consider it an EP, but it's kind of like Mirror Mirror where it's like borders that album EP, LPEP status. But I'm looking forward to that. Also, ICP has the Hell's Pit vinyl, Terror Weir vinyl, Bang Pow Boom vinyl, and where the fuck is the Hell Seller vinyl? That was supposed to ship on the 25th of October. I'm recording this November 11th. Still have received no updates from Psychopathic or ICP on the status of the Hell Seller vinyl that was up for pre-order through the Psychopathic merch site. The one thing that irritates me about ICP Psychopathic is we never get any updates on our orders, album releases coming out. They do very little promo and they used to pride themselves on the promo that they do, but now you're lucky to get any. You get very little at best. But they got the Hell's Pit vinyl coming out. Dope. Terror Wheel vinyl. Dope. Because these are all remastered. So they got that new crisp sound. Bang Pow Boom vinyl also coming out. I actually seen pictures online in the Psychopathic Museum for Hell's Pit and the Bang Pow Boom vinyls. They look dope as fuck. I'm looking forward to them shit. Like I said before, I'm an avid audio collector. And then our record store day. I'm looking forward to Zarface, which is 7L and Esoteric and Inspected Deck from Wu-Tang Clan. They always put something out for Record Store Day. They got this year, which is similar to the last Record Store Day release that they put out, which was a comic book that comes with a 7-inch vinyl. I'll be picking that up. Royce to 5'9 is re-releasing Death is Certain on vinyl. I'll be picking that up. Ill Bill has What's Wrong with Bill. The LP re-releasing on a dope ass set. It's a three LP comes with the how to kill a cop seven inch vinyl. It comes with a fresh ass book with all the lyrics, alternative artwork, shit like that. If you ain't heard ill bill, what's wrong with bill, which was entirely produced by Necro. I believe it was put out in 2004. Go check that shit out. Classic album has anatomy, the anatomy of a school shooting is one of the best songs Ill Bill ever released. That shit is fucking hard. And then Twisted is putting out a 7-inch vinyl for Splitting This Paint with a 7 remix. It's a picture vinyl, and that'll be coming out on Record Store Day. And then ICP has The Amazing Jekyll Brothers being re-released on the Record Store Day for Black Friday. And I'm wondering if they're going to do it like they did last year with Great Malenko. With Great Malenko, they had a green version and a red version. So I'm only going to assume that they're going to have a Jake and Jack version. At least that's what I'm hoping. That they put out both a Jake and Jack vinyl for Record Store Day. And I'll be out early as fuck on Black Friday copping all the new vinyl. And who knows, I might see something at the store that I don't even... 
that I missed on the list, like I always do. Like last year, I didn't know that Three Six Mafia was releasing releasing Chapter Two World Domination, which is my favorite album of theirs. So when I saw that shit at the store, I definitely picked that up. But those are the albums I'm going to be picking up for Black Friday on Record Store Day. Record Store Day. Zarface, Royce the Five Nine, ICP, Twisted and Ill Bill. That shit's going to be dope as fuck. Also, a new release that came out was Ouija Mac released the video for Urinal. Now, this track is one of the doper tracks on Gutterwater. I like the track. It's just completely fucking foul. He's talking about using some dude's girlfriend as a fucking urinal. He'll do it at his funeral. Like, it's just completely foul. Completely fucked up. Dope-ass track. Beat hits hard. Video's dope as fuck. He's just got these two girls... And he's got pissing in their mouth, pissing on their face. Ouija Mac is completely foul. The one thing I like about Ouija Mac is dude just does not give a fuck. Zero fucks are given with Ouija Mac, and I fucking respect that shit. Now, will Ouija Mac be at Juggalo Weekend February 16th and the 17th in New Orleans? Mardi Gras Juggalo style? Juggalos in New Orleans? All I gotta say is just fucking... The cops down there do not fuck around. New Orleans is one of the most dangerous cities in America. And those cops in New Orleans do not fuck around. Be safe. Play it smart. Don't do no dumb shit. Do dumb shit. You get treated like a fucking dummy. So don't do it. But have fucking fun. It's New Orleans. Mardi Gras. Juggalo style. Juggalo weekend. February 16th and 17th, 2019. Also coming up for a show. We got Twisted announced New Year's Evil in Reading, Pennsylvania, December 31st, performing. Ala Zulilu will be there and Lex the Hexmaster will be there. That is a show I might take a trip to go see. It's about four hours away, but fuck it. It's New Year's Eve. Go party with the fam and have some fucking fun, you know what I mean? I've never been to a New Year's Evil show. Thinking about making the trip down. Maybe I'll see some of y'all down there. Maybe I won't. Fuck it. Now, now the last show I want to talk about is ICP's Big Ballers Christmas Party. Going down December 22nd. Tickets went on sale and sold out the same day. I don't know how many tickets got released for this show. I don't think they announced how many tickets were available for purchase. But tickets were $150. Reminds me of the Carnival of Carnage show where they charge juggalos like $250, I believe, and all that money was supposed to go to a John Kick Jazz documentary, which we have heard zero about since that show. With the $150 price tag for that ticket, you get a tour of the Psychopathic Warehouse, where they used to keep the merch. So you're going to get a tour of what I'm assuming is just leftover merch or an empty ass fucking warehouse because they don't fucking sell their merch anymore. They have a third party sell their merch for them. And then you get a tour of the office, the psychopathic headquarters. You get to see the wall of karma. Maybe you'll see your fucking ugly ass face up there. And then you get a tour of the Lotus Pod. That to me, right there, is dope as fuck. I love studios. I love fucking creative spaces where people create their music. I'd love to see the studio. Where they record all their shit. The fucking Lotus Pod. Definitely dope. And also with the $150 price tattoo, you get a free item. What will the free item be? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. Could it be a fucking 
bum ass CD, fresh ass jersey. Don't know, but you get a free item with it. And then for the performance, you get an unplugged, insane clown posse performance. That shit sounds whack as fuck to me. An unplugged, insane clown posse performance? I'll pass, homie. I'm good. I'm good with that shit. I think any unplugged rap performance is gonna be whack. Not just ICP. Jay-Z did it. That shit was whack. Fucking, I believe LL Cool J did that shit back in the day. Whack. I am not fucking with an unplugged hip-hop performance of any kind. It sounds like it's gonna be a fucking intimate little show. Actually, I'm just remembering now that they announced that they're gonna be performing in the warehouse. So I'm assuming the warehouse will be fucking empty since they don't have the merch, like I said before, because they have a third party selling it. So they'll be performing the unplugged performance in the warehouse. No cameras allowed, no videos, no cell phones. Do you trust Billy Bill with your cell phone? <laughs> Kevin Gill with your cell phone? Fuck. No cell phones, no pictures, no videos, nothing. No live stream in this shit. The only people that are going to get to see it are the people who bought a ticket. And to me, that's actually kind of dope because it sounds like it might be a one-off. Not sure. I definitely would not want to go see ICP Unplugged Tour. Looking at my list, looking like that's it. That's I covered everything I wanted to cover. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Rome Bone, and I'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.